Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about what you get to do during this pandemic. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today we're going to be talking about what you get to do as a parent during this pandemic. So, you know, every time... I get on one of these, I like to share with you a story of, of, you know, what it is that made me think of this episode. In today's episode, uh, I'm just thinking about so many people who are suffering some loss, um, whether that's uh, knowing somebody who has passed from this COVID-19, whether that is... Um, you know, you've lost a job. Uh, you know, someone who's losing a business or has lost a business, someone who has lost a job that may not return. Uh, when we think about things that, um, are happening in this unique time as parents, I think uh, just as people, but specifically this audience, parents, we start thinking about, Man, what am I going to do next? What is going on? How am I going to handle next month's mortgage or next month's rent or the car payment or the car note? Or we're starting to make decisions financially, possibly. Um, or what, what does next school year look like? Cause I know uh, I actually just spoke to the principal at my son's school and, and, uh, we don't know exactly what's going on there. So all these unknowns, we start thinking about the negatives, but what do we get to do as parents during this time? Unprecedented time with our children as a lot of us, maybe not all of us, maybe some of you are first responders, but a lot of us have had our kids in our homes for eight plus weeks now. And I get to watch my two and a half year old go from a lot of, um, single word answers or two word answers to full on sentences. What seems like overnight, uh, I get to watch him articulate himself differently. I get to see my, my third grader graduate the third grade. I literally, while recording this, just got a text from another friend that said, "Woo, we just finished the third grade because they had some homework assignments. Uh, we finished them, um, yesterday ourselves. So we're done with the third grade. Uh, my wife is actually out right now celebrating that with him, uh, as a, as a family, as I'm working today. But what do you get to do? You get to read bedtime stories with your kids because you're not exhausted from, uh, an, an entire day outside and working and being at work and out of the home. You didn't fight traffic. You get to stay home. You know, so many people, I think, in general, wish they had a two-month vacation and a lot of people just got one. And so many people are itching to get back to what they couldn't stand doing because, oh, it's too tough at home. Oh, it's 
And before it was too tough at home, it was too tough at work. And what I would say to that is maybe you, you, yeah, I'm talking to you. Maybe you need to toughen up yourself. Because it's not tough at work and it's not tough at home. It is what you make it. And you get to spend time with your kids. You get to eat meals with your kids. You get to sit down at the dinner table with your kids. You get to confront them and understand their dynamic. You get to listen to what they have to say. You get to be with them. You get for a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people who are getting paid more now in unemployment than they get paid when they go to work. You get to get a break that's paid for by our government and not have to stress financially. So as I'm saying this, what is it that you have gotten to do that maybe, just maybe, you've complained about parents? You've got to see. You have you have got, you get to, but you got to see how much our teachers and educators put up with, with your children. So maybe next year or years forward, you'll remember and appreciate these underpaid individuals putting up with 20, 25, 30 of our kids who are not the best kids as you've learned all the time. You, you, you got to see what it is they get to go through. A glimpse of what it is that they've had to go through all these years that they're educating your children. You get to be in gratitude for what you do have, if that's what you choose, as opposed to complaining about what you don't have. I don't get to go to work every day. I don't get to get that regular paycheck. I don't get to. Let's not focus on what you don't get right now. What do you get? And as we're winding down and, and I have people in my life that I coach and I have friends and family who are starting to go back into the workplace. I find people saying, did I do enough in this downtime? Did I read those bedtime stories to those kids? Did I listen to my teenager when he was having a challenge or she was having a challenge? Did I really get to know my children in this time? And I have others that are saying, I've got the opportunity to get to know my children in this time. And a part of me doesn't want to go back. And I think there's a happy balance between all of that for everybody. Uh, I know it's going to be bittersweet when my kids get to go back to school because uh, I work from home and there's something to be said for having a quiet workspace for six or seven hours a day uh, and getting a lot accomplished. But I also get, listen to this, I get to hear the pitter-patter of feet stomping above me as I work downstairs. I get to hear the arguments between two brothers as that's very normal. I get to see the lovingness of a little brother fall in love with his big brother and look up to him and want him to build couch forts and 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 uh, go in my tunnel and build Legos with me and throw the ball with me. And they didn't have all of that. And I get to see an older brother 
get frustrated with his younger brother because he just wants to be on him constantly. But I have gotten the opportunity to witness all of this up close and personal for eight plus weeks. And I tell you what, I wouldn't trade it for the world. So what is it that you get to do? And if maybe you're on the verge of getting back to work or knowing that school's coming up or summer's coming up and there's not as much online curriculum, what do you get to do with your kids? Nothing's telling us we can't go outside and go for a hike and explore life. Nothing's telling us that we can't sit down and, in my case, play a video game with our kids and take an interest in what it is that they're doing. Nothing's stopping me for helping him build his YouTube channel, which uh, he is now starting at his own subscribers because he's shown up consistently. Nothing's stopping me from engaging with my kids at a higher level than schoolwork and meals. Really diving and saying, who are you? What are you all about? What is it that you want to be in this world you know my son just yesterday said you know dad i used to want to be an astronaut i said so you used to why don't you want to do it i don't think i want to go into outer space well why not i want to explore what's here on earth more wow i had a friend just send me a message this morning she got some rough news uh over the weekend and she has a 13 year old son and because we have this time, she's driving. They went for a drive because they got some news. And she says, I, I want to know through your eyes, be candid with me. What are you learning from this COVID-19? And his response at 13 years old says, I've learned that I have a lot to live for. Wow. My son wants to explore more on earth. And a friend of mine, 13 year old, has a lot to live for. And a lot he wants to learn and grow. And my son has a lot he wants to learn and grow. And how are our kids responding to what's going on? And are we asking them some really solid questions so that we could get into their minds? Are we really getting to know our kids or is it the alternative? We can't wait till they go back to school. I can't wait to get back to work. I cannot wait. There's a great quote by Tony Dungy. For those of you who don't know, he is a, a former NFL football coach, Super Bowl winner, uh, man of Christ, author, broadcaster at this point, a man of much wisdom. And he said when early on in his parenting journey, he used to always hear parents say, well, I can't wait until they have their first steps. I can't wait until they have their first words. Can't wait till they get to school. And I can't wait till they get to, and they can't wait till they get to high school. And I can't wait till they could play sports competitively at a high level. And I can't wait until they become valedictorian. I can't wait till they go off to college. I can't, and they're so focused on I can't wait until that they fail to be present so 
his encouragement was, it's going to go by really fast. So don't can't wait to get there because it's going to come and just try to stay completely present with your kids where they're at and you'll enjoy the journey and them much more because before you know it, they're going to be going and off to college and you'll get to, and you, I can't wait until Christmas or I can't wait until Thanksgiving because as they're growing up and starting their own lives with possibly their own girlfriends or boyfriends or their own families, those times you have with them are going to be limited. So as those times are in abundance right now, I encourage you to stay present with your kids. Because being present is an absolute gift. And I don't know jack about parenting and I really don't know jack about this COVID-19 and what the world is going to look like three months or three years from now. But I do know that it's important to pour into, to be observant of, and ask a lot of questions presently of your little ones. Enjoy them. Be present with them. Love them. I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.